you want to live a life of freedom and adventure? Are you wanting more than the daily grind? Me too. Welcome to The Emma Lovell Show, a place where we talk about living a life you love now. I'm your host, Emma Lovell, and my number one value is freedom. I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world, and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too. It's possible and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well. This podcast will inspire, motivate, and encourage you to go after your dreams, to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel, and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges, and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways and skies where I work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on Yugambeh country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. I am delighted to introduce you today to Karen Hart, the queen bee of Bees Needs Digital Marketing and Design, the founder of Buzzware and podcast host of The Buzz with Karen Hart. She's also a become a dear friend and colleague, but also a client, uh, having had Karen come on one of my beautiful retreats in the Kangaroo Valley. It's been such a delight to see Karen's journey over the last few years and for her to step into this place of alignment uh, and all of the wonderful things that she's creating, which she'll be sharing on the episode. I am just, um, sometimes, you know, we, we come across people in life and you do feel that that connection. There's a reason that they're meant to be there. And Karen is one of those people. I love what she stands for. I love what she's creating. And I know you're going to as well. Karen is a dynamic force and she's got a rich entrepreneurial heritage and she offers a wealth of knowledge and she's immersed herself in the business communities um, throughout her life, which she intimately understands and and she's faced um, challenges, which is what she wants to share on her podcast, The Buzz with Karen Hart, which I had the pleasure of being a guest on. It came from her personal journey of rediscovery and motivation, and she also shares those beautiful stories from her guests. And look, it's, she's a true champion of the community. She celebrates successes, she addresses challenges, and she's aiming to empower business owners for lasting prosperity. I just cannot wait for you to hear all about Karen's journey, and I hope that it inspires you as much as it inspires me. Welcome to the podcast, Karen Hart. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So good to be here. I feel like it's been a long time coming. I got to be on your lovely podcast, but I feel like I wanted to have you on ages ago um, because my, well, this is my third podcast, but I felt like you would have been a great fit for my second podcast. And now here we are. And you, for a long time, were a poster on my wall. Ah, I know. Oh, I remember that. Manifesting, yeah, I do. I write clients um, or people that I would like to work with or have said that they might want to work with me and I put it on a post-it 
And then, you know, the fun thing was that we thought we were going to work together one way and then you ended up working with me in a different way, which was coming on the retreat. Absolutely. Yeah, it was actually the most fun last year. It was February last year. Yeah, almost a year ago. Now tell yeah. me, let's, you know, we love an elevator pitch or, um, but tell me in your words, because I've got your bio, but um, tell me who are you or a bit about you. Well, I am a marketer. I'm a podcast host. I am a founder of a new casual wear range. Um, but most importantly, I am someone who lives authentically. I um, am very open about my journey. Um, and it's it's um, successes, yes, but also it's challenges. And I think that's where all the gold is. So um, I'm a mum of two amazing young men, 16 and 20 now, crazy. Um, and I was a single mum for a lot of those years. So um, a lot of the, the gold, um, you know, from my journey, I've certainly learned through those, through those tough times. So, um, yeah, pretty honest person. I think I'm pretty kind and generous and... Um, I'm committed to living with joy and and being being happy. Life's too short. Yes, I love that. That was was something we connected on, and you know, we met through business club with business chicks, and we sort of you know, I think we've had a few chats here and there, and then we had dinner on the Gold Coast, and there was a lot of realized there was a lot of synergies. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think we met, um, it was actually, yeah, it was actually during lockdown um, and I was just so uh, inspired by your way of, you know, connecting and making sure um, that you knew the person. It wasn't just a name and a, and, a, and a business or an occupation. It was who they really were and that that really, you know, certainly drew me and, yeah, like you say, that that dinner, I think we both realised, you know, that we did have so much in common in that way. Yeah, it is more, it is about that. And you and I come from, I guess, similar background industries in a way, uh, marketing world, but um, I don't know, for me it's always been not what you know, it's who you know. Oh, time and time again. God, time and time again. Yeah. yeah, because and not to say that um, you don't need to know your stuff and you need to know your skills, but I think the circle, you know, the group that we were in and the circles that we hang at, people are more than qualified. Um, you would hope that you're good at what you do. Um, I'd hope you know what you're talking about. Um, but, you know, I want to know about the person you are. I don't want the, uh, I don't want the marketing pitch. <laughs> 100%. 100%. And so, yeah, so you've gone into casual wear which very excited about and um tell me a bit more about that but well yeah like, let's start there and then we'll work our way backwards so where did that come from yeah sure so I think um for me this is kind of this is the third pillar you know of, of my of my business ventures the first was you know digital marketing agency um which has all been about supporting um people to navigate the digital landscape um, you know, and then the podcast came on during the COVID period where, you know, I myself was lacking a bit of my business mojo. So I wanted to, you know, 
listening to something that was relatable. So I couldn't really find any local business stories that were, you know, motivating, inspiring and relatable. So I thought I'll just start. I'll start my own. And so then it was kind of, you know, bringing bringing joy and inspiration in the business world. But then I thought, well, how can I do that to just the everyday person, right? Um, and that's when I came up with my um, clothing range, Buzzwear. Um, we're working on the final tweaks of the website literally today. Um, so I'll have a you know, soft launch um, in the next couple of weeks with the you know, official launch in February. Um, but, yeah, what that's all about is, you know, just bringing a smile to people's faces. That's what this is all about, to make people feel good. So designed um, five garment styles and they have different um, mantras on them um, and the idea is if you're feeling a bit flat um, one day you, you pop on your jumper that has a lovely mantra that sort of gives you that that lift for the day um, and you know also to to bring a smile to other people's faces if you're wearing it in the supermarket and you're passing by someone and, and it puts a smile on their face then job well done you know so it was about really extending that, that joy and that, that kindness, that bravery, that boldness to beyond business and then to everyday life. So that's where the motivation had come. That's beautiful. What a lovely, yeah, progression of the business. And, you know, I did listen to um, one of your episodes. I've listened to a few, uh, including my own. I like listening back to our episodes, uh, to episodes that I'm on. I'm not funny about it like that. <laughs> happy to hear my own voice but uh farah farah max episode and very um beautifully done and i got a bit teary but it was your you know introduction and the way that you actually um take the time to get to know and learn about your guests so your introduction and then you also read out something um that i think she was surprised that you did as well this poem that she had written which sparked her business um and I just thought that was so, you know, excuse the pun of your last name, but so heartfelt and caring. And it was just, yeah, it was really, it was inspiring to listen to. Good, I'm glad. Thank you. It means a lot coming from you. Thank you. Oh, to be a guest as well. I was like, I, th- I thought you might get me because you asked me about my life story. And you, I, thought, yeah. I, was like, I thought you'd get me somewhere in the episode. I was like, I didn't think you'd get me on the intro. <laughs> And to choke back the tears on the gorgeous. If I'm ever having a bad day, I'm just going to go listen to that intro uh, and be like, I'm okay, Karen's this, I'm great. <laughs> you need to do the same for you. No pressure. I'm just going to have to have the best intro ever for this one. Um, but, you know, I, well, we did say that you started marketing. So, But where did your, did your career start in marketing? Where did you start? Oh, I started, I, um, my family moved up to Australia from New Zealand when I was in year 12. It was a really tough time to move countries, move schools. And I was went to quite a strict all-girls school that had quite an extensive curriculum um, into, you know, Australia. And, and here I was at a public school, co-ed, um, you know, with quite a restricted, um, you know, curriculum. So um, year 12 was a tough, it was a really tough year for me. And, I was actually a year ahead growing up. They put me a year, you know, put me a year forward. So when I got to Australia, I remember the principal at the time was saying, you know, you should really be doing year 11. And I'm like, 
no way. Oh, I am in my last year of high school. I'm not doing year 11. So stubborn, of which I see a lot of those same stubborn qualities in my 16-year-old at the moment. Um, and, yeah, hindsight, I should have listened to the principal. Needless to say, long story short, I didn't get what I needed to get really um, as a as a BCX for, and um, so I went straight into the workforce and I started working for the University of Melbourne in an admin role um, and I was fortunate enough to have this amazing woman, um, Tracy O'Brien, um, who was our corporate services manager and she took a shine to me like she really... Um, you know, explore potential, and she sent me on every course, you know, imaginable. Uh, she really took me under her wing and developed my skill set, which ended up more in that marketing and event um, organising, you know, realm. Um, and, yeah, so, so that's, yeah, really where it started. From a marketing perspective, it started um, in New Zealand. I went back to New Zealand um, and... It was at Sheraton Hopson Hotel and Towers. So I've got really marketing specific um, in 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 that role. Um, and that was in days of traditional marketing too, right, which totally just revealed how old I was then. <laughs> but there was no digital, mate. It was all traditional marketing. Yeah, yeah. And then that's, yeah, like I didn't know when we first met and I don't know why. I get, well, actually, I do know why. We met during COVID, so <laughs> we didn't talk as much about how much of a past you had in the tourism industry and, and nor did you know how much yeah. of a past I had in travel and tourism as well. And so it was only on my retreat that it was kind of like you were working with a hotel. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's quite cool. And you're like, yeah, well, that's kind of my specialty. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, and it's funny because um, that is my specialty and that's 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 not really known um, and that's a big part of where I'm going this year is I'm really niching into hospitality and tourism and, you know, I'm going to change up my website and there's not a lot, there's going to be a lot that changes this, um, in the next two quarters um, that will really see me back in that niche. So I'm really excited about that. That's fantastic, yeah, because it is it is a niche um, and travel is different to tourism as well. I had a um, colleague who's that runs Women in Tourism Australia and she was like, there's a difference between tourism and travel and even I'm up on the Gold Coast and like uh, in a group, another group called Women in Tourism Gold Coast and there's so many more people. I think people just think of hotels when they think of tourism but there's so many other businesses and organisations that contribute to the sector Yes. And how much, I mean, this year apparently has been um, one of the biggest years for the Gold Coast, which yeah. you, like, you wouldn't believe after what we've been through, but they've said it was one of the biggest years ever um, mm -hmm. in terms of spend for tourism. Mm -hmm. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So I think there's a space. I mean, my word, which people are like, oh, whatever, my word for 2024 is travel. And people mm -hmm. are like, isn't that your word every year? And I was like, no, but like, intentionally being that um and it, that is a difference and so yeah we wouldn't have talked about that when we first met but also you were in quite a transition time because you were working in a role uh kind of like contracting right as well as running the business and you were you know we talked about challenges before you were in a time of change mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was in a um in a travel role actually. It was um in a luxury travel um role as a marketing manager. Um and yeah, I've always kind of worked for myself on the side ever since the boys were well, since my first was born and I just and, and I'm from a long line of entrepreneurs. So working for myself has you know, I I've watched my my family on, on both sides um do that. So that was kind of my normal but um and I think, you know, with that being in a in a role um was, you know, I always thought that's what I wanted to just have that security, have the regular paycheck, you know, have my KPIs, like all good. But um, you know, six months in on my more. Um, you know, and I want to do all of these other things, but then there's within the role, but then there's, you know, um, so many restrictions and limitations and, and ceilings, um, you know, when you're working for a larger organisation, obviously, um, but that just wasn't working for me. I was like, no, I need to get back out on my own. <laughs> Hey lovely, I want to open the doors to incredible opportunities for you on an all-inclusive luxury retreat exclusively for people who are ready to live a life they love. I invite you to join me for five inspiring nights in sensational Sri Lanka for the Rest and Receive Retreat, hosted from 2nd to 7th of November 2024 by yours truly, Emma Lovell. I ask you to disconnect your senses and immerse in this exotic culture while you reconnect with yourself. You get to share this luxurious experience with 12 incredible people while forming connections that last a lifetime. I really cannot undersell or overestimate this incredible retreat and the magic of going to a place to give yourself space and time. I want to share it with you and if you are interested, then please head to my website, emmalovell.au slash Sri Lanka retreat. I'd love to see you there and I'm happy to chat if you have any questions whatsoever. Please take this opportunity to come along and join me in stunning Sri Lanka. Yeah, and did so and when did Bees Knees start? Like did like did it have a start point or is that kind of the thing that you always had on the side? I had so when in 2009 um I was over, well, I was in New Zealand. I had my boys, and then um, uh, we, the, the dad and I, went our separate ways. Um, and I said, "Well, I'm coming back to Melbourne. My family were in Melbourne, so um, I came back with the boys. And um, you know, they were very young at that age, and I needed to have a job that, or I needed to have work that was flexible enough for me to be there as I wanted to be. I knew that I never wanted to be. Um, Popping them in daycare all day, every day. That just wasn't my style of parenting. Um, and that is for many people. And I, I, I you know, in, in no way um, is that a negative, negative thing at all. It just wasn't for me. Um, so, and with my marketing, you know, experience and, and more recently in New Zealand, we were um, shareholders of a conference and event centre. So we turned that at Pathway. So we turned that around and I had some really great results that I could then, um, you know, Canvas work with, as, as case studies, I could start you know, getting some some local work that was, um, you know, 
child friendly if you like. I could work him at night a lot and that sort of thing. So that was that started as as chime business marketing and I started um that but at the end of the day, um, you know, I did need a bit more money than the business was providing, so I did need to look for both contract roles, of which I had a couple. Um, but then, yeah, in 2019, I'm like, do you know what? My boys are old enough now. They're independent enough. It's time for me to live out my business dream. Um, and and I didn't want to be at this um, travel group anymore. And I'd had these clients from time from my previous business. I had had a couple of those long-term clients. Um, so I just need to get another couple and then I'm away. So that's what I did. So March 2019, it was officially bees me with your marketing. Well done. Yeah. But, you know, that contract role thing as well, like I think, you know, I've been running my business 14 years and there were times when, which I never stopped, but there were times where I took a contract and it's something that I've had to learn and, and there are other people who've helped me with that, that it's like it's not, I felt like it was a step back sometimes um, or using some of my older skills like going doing um, copywriting again or social media or, yeah, picking up a contract. I think COVID helped me turn that around actually because it was, you know, really, you know, everything was hitting the fan and it was like thank God for those corporate clients and those um, contacts that I have uh, that could give me a contract and they needed that communications help that I didn't see it as the back step then. Yeah. Um, but I know maybe like two years later again with the, I'd said, you know, I do these things where you go, no more of that, no more of, I'm not doing that type of thing. But it's like, why would you not use one of your skills? And it was one of the lovely ladies that we'd met through business chicks, um, Jane Hilston, who's like, it's not a sidestep, it's not a backstep, it's no, it's just using what's in your repertoire and actually it's a smart business and financial decision, like, to keep things going, to take some form of a contract um, to keep things going. 100%, 100%, yeah, agreed, agreed. And there's so much you can take from those, you know, uh, contracts too, like, um, the graphic designer who I was working with at the time, she's now one of my core designers. Um, mm. So it's, it's those connections that we make along the way and you just never know. And, and, and then a more recent um, role that I had, um, they actually are a big part of my branding team now. And if I hadn't have worked with them in that way, then I wouldn't be able to offer what you know, I'm offering now in my business. So, uh, look, I don't think any of it's a waste. No, no. And as you say, the contacts, like um, I did a contract role with World Vision Australia and 600 people in the company. Um, so not only was it super fun um, but, and a dream come true, I love, love the organisation, but I'm still getting referrals eight years on, nine, oh. nine years on from people that I worked with and collaborated with and, um you know, some of them are dear friends as well, but, you know, just the the opportunities that came out of what was a three-month contract um, that totally added so much. And then, as you said, like, um, I think you learn because if you're only ever in a small business, um, we can get then like a small small town or small business mentality where you can learn from the ways that they do things. And there's some things that are more difficult, like you said, um, the way that corporates do things, there is a lot of bureaucracy and a lot of levels that are, are not needed and 
entrepreneurs can move a lot quicker. But then there's also systems and processes and structures that we might not have that you can pick that up and, and absorb that into your business. 100%. That's a great point because that's actually what I did with, with quite a lot of stuff there. It was a really great learning experience for me to go to. Actually, I couldn't really improve upon that when I did this, you know? How can I do that? So, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, I'm so happy to see you um, in your business fully. And then, you know, I want to come back to, like you said, so how do you manage your time then? And, like, I think you're really, you've got that great, strategic mind um but like to then go how do you kind of separate your time or um focus or or how do you make sure that they flow together with the you know the digital marketing business the podcast and then now a clothing brand right um it's a good question Emma. <laughs> and we shall come back to you in 12 months time <laughs> yeah exactly um no, I am super organised, I have to say. Like, I'm probably a bit too organised for a few of my uh, nearest and dearest, but I am quite structured as well. So um, routine is a really, really big thing for me. Um, and, you know, in order to stay um, well and to stay on top of all of these things, um, you know, I, I, I'm very strict about my exercise. Um, and my meditation, um, Nikki at Finch, um, she's been integral to that, you know, like having getting up and doing my cycle class, you know, every morning um, and and listening to her Monday motivation every Monday. Like it just, it, it's um, ensuring, you know, that I've got those um, blocks in the diary that I'm, my wellness is, you know, being considered and, and um, watched. So exercise is a big, it will be part um, of that. And then calendar blocking. I'm an absolute um, freak with calendar blocking. You know, I've got every Friday morning from 9 to 11 is my buzz bit. So that is the time that I'm dedicating, you know, to that. And in the early days, um, there is a lot to do, but I never really had, um, I was quite easy with myself around when things needed to be done with buzzware because it was such a side um, project I didn't want to put extra pressure on myself because it was such a big year of growth within the digital business and that really was the priority because at the end of the day the digital business is funding you know is funding buzzware so it's around prioritizing knowing that growth of the digital business is integral to every other area all the other areas so um, prioritizing that um, and the activities that are going to be money making in that space um, the buzz is the, the podcast is a real passion project, you know, of mine. Um, and I do my podcast in seasons as well. So, um, you know, I'll do a season of 10 episodes. Then I'll have a decent break before I, you know, do the next lot. So that just relieves the pressure of it from having to have, you know, fresh new content every week. But, again, that's calendar blocking. So my interviews um, are mostly at, either end of the day so they're at 8 till 10 in the morning or on only to Tuesdays or Thursdays or um you know at 4 till 6 so I'll make sure that that passion project has you know either end of the day so that I'm still focused on the on the digital during during the day so yeah routine calendar blocking and looking after self I think are probably the, the three keys 
Yeah, no, I love that. And um, yeah, I, I stuffed around our calendars today, but um, it's, it takes sometimes, I think I've been doing a bit of blocking, but um, things change. And the messages I kept getting on my cards today were about seasons. And it's like, you know, maybe that planning connects you to the seasons are changing a bit. And so the times that used to work for me don't work anymore. Or the days that did work don't work anymore. So what what are those dates or blocks looking like now? And yeah, when you batch ahead, oh my goodness, it's such a, and I had the pleasure of the, the experiencing your organized podcast planning. Um, but yeah, when you bat, oh my goodness, it's such a difference to we did get a good chunk and if we're uh, sort of fallen behind and it just feels so horrible as opposed to going, oh, my gosh, the podcast just went out because we had planned it and it was organised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's gold. Um, yeah, absolutely gold. And so I ask this question of everyone and I'm sure it's changed a lot in the last um, since we've known each other, but right now or for the foreseeable 12 months or future, what does living a life you love look like? Yeah, I think um, flexibility is huge. Living a life, you know, I love um, is ensuring that I've got the flexibility and the availability for my boys. It has changed a lot, but it's, it's, it's still a big part of, you know, what a living a life um, I love looks like. Um, as mentioned, you know, exercise is a big part of that. Um, you know, obviously it's the people around me as well. Um, and I think having a creative outlet, which, you know, I feel like my podcast is and, and so is the buzzword, um, and having purpose, like I think that also contributes to living a life I love. Um, and the buzz, you know, my podcast series, Actually, all three, Buzz, Buzzware and the digital business all give me a great sense of purpose. Um, and then having, you know, and achieving um, goals both, you know, for my business and, and me personally, I think, you know, if we look at the next 12 months, and, and I've been working on this for a long time to get that formula of, of, of living a life, you know, I, I love. And like you say, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change, but... But right now and in the immediate future, that's, you know, that's what it looks like for me. Quality time scheduled in the year for not only me but, you know, for my time with the boys, um, time away. And that also um, in my calendar. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's something I've had to learn uh, for yeah. me, like routine and, and calendar, you know, and, structure didn't mean flexibility but what I've had to learn over the time it's still the practice but it's that when you do have that planning that structure and organization you actually do get more freedom and flexibility because you're not running around like a headless chook and you're not going waking up and wasting time going what am I doing today how am I going to get all these things done um you've factored in that time and building in and and scheduling it sounds very unsexy and, and flattering and fun but scheduling in me time and family time and rest time and downtime. And you know what? It's actually a real relief too because um, at this, a couple of weeks ago, I looked at my calendar for 2024 and I spent some time in Apollo Bay with a dear friend of mine. She's got a lovely retreat um, and it's very soul-centred, you know, it's a long weekend. So I actually went to her and I said, I want these for, she's got accommodation there. 
So I want these four weekends. So I've got you know, my four weekends in the Polo Bay already in the diary. I've put a deposit down for my February one. Um, so I'm all organised. And it's actually a really lovely, it's a really lovely feeling. I didn't expect it to, because the first time I've done that this year, but it was such a lovely feeling to go, oh, I'm all sorted. I've got four more weekends in the, you know, in the um, calendar for me doing what I love with someone very special. So, um, yeah. Sense of anticipation and and the booking and and having something to look forward to absolutely and oh I'm so um I'm so happy we got to have this conversation and I'm so happy as well that I got to work with you and I've worked with you multiple ways but the retreat having you on the retreat the most beautiful energy and when you said you were even interested a little bit I was like yes Karen is the exact type of person that I would want to call in for rest and receive so thank yeah. you. It was a beautiful um, retreat. You, you know, had brought together such an incredible group of, of women. And, um, wow, I was, you know, as you know, I've got a very close relationship with, with two in particular from that group as a result of, of your introduction and, and retreat. So, um, yeah, really forever grateful for that. Which I, I love. You know, that's, I think, what was magic for me and another lesson was that when you bring together the right people, you create the right space and the right people then come together. Mm-hmm. Um, if the best thing you took away from it was each other, that's fine. That's amazing. And to walk into the room and to see everybody connecting without me needing to facilitate that, it's like, oh, the facilitation actually already been done by bringing you together. I don't have to then sit with you constantly and be like, you all right? Are you doing this? Are you doing, are you talking? Are you talking? Are you meeting? Like, like it's not about doing work there, even though you actually were all working together, but in an organic and lovely and supportive way. I was like, this is actually perfect. Yeah, no, it was lovely. It was lovely. Highly recommend the rest of the thing, Well, thank you. Now, how can we find your lovely thing? How can we find you? How can we can I'm gonna put things in the show notes? I'm very excited. I've written this down and underlined it. But how can we um connect with you and I guess when this episode comes out, get to Buzzware. Yeah, absolutely. So the website, buzzware.org, um, and every purchase we make will donations to Save the Bees Australia, which are, you know, very, very important um, for close to my heart. Um, and, yeah, so that's it. Um, Bees Needs um, Marketing is my website, .com.au. Um, and then, yeah, Instagram handle, digital marketing, LinkedIn, um, my name, Karen with a Y, Heart with me. Um, so, yeah, all the, all the usual digital hotspots, or just drop me in an email. More than, you know, I love, love connection, love communication. So, um, for buzz at au. Thank you so much for being here, Karen. Thank you for having me, Emma. Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live A Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram, emmalovell.au. The same as my website, but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. 
I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation, and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.